Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, I am back consistently for like three weeks in a row. I'm so pumped. I'm very proud of myself, actually. We're back. We're back. We're back. Wherever you're listening from, regardless of the time of day, whether you're at work, whether you're walking, running, when you're trying to sleep, and I'm here to bore you to death. Well, to sleep, I should say. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your energy. Thank you to everyone that has listened and downloaded and reposted my podcast links. We had a lot of people tuning in from all over the world this the past couple of weeks, and I'm super excited. I'm very, very, very excited. You know, I've been trying to figure out what else to do in the or with this podcast. And a couple of times I tried doing sort of some after the whistle type of shows uh, on Twitch. But a lot of the people that normally come to the Twitch channel and interact, they go to the matches. So they wouldn't be at on the show. <laughs> so it would be a little difficult to have a conversation just all by myself. And I don't like to do a lot of analysis of matches and stuff like that because that's just not my area of expertise as much as I've played football in the past. And actually, I basically tore my forearm and or bicep playing goalkeeper in a, an indoor soccer league here in Los Angeles. Uh, soccer, soccer, footy, football. It was uh, really painful. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Today, I'm here because I was inspired by the one and only Karen Carney, who said on TV something that I agree with, something that I've been thinking for a while. And she said that she feels that there's something very, very special happening with Arsenal at the club with what Arteta is doing, and of course, women winning the Conti Cup. And I agree with her. This is something that I have felt more times than others, I have to say, or I felt more strongly when we're winning, obviously, than when things aren't going as as I would like. And I think it's normal. I think it's it's understandable to sort of fluctuate and be flexible <laughs> with our opinions. But at the end of the day, there's something non-toxic right that's one of the uh, among the first things that i'll say there's something non-toxic that i see with a lot of clubs that is happening that it's just very strange you can call it chelsea you can call it other clubs but i don't feel that at arsenal and there's a few things why i think that is that is happening so obviously this is called that arsenal women podcast after all so i'm going to focus on the women for now Clearly winning a cup, regardless of what cup it is, it's massive. It's huge. It's it's very hard to put into words and to express how much that promotes a winning feeling. It creates validation, and it's just a literal reward for a lot of hard work, a lot of things going the right way, a lot of attitudes lining up, and so on and so forth, you name it. And I know that recently we, you know, had we lost the cup, it would have been all doom and gloom, of course. But we won, and it's like, okay, now magically we all, you know, we're all happy. It, but but to a degree, we saw it at the Reading match, which we'll talk about in a second. There seems to be like this, this, this pressure and this weight lifted off the shoulders of the players, right? And I, I, I love that. I could, I could see that. But winning that trophy 
it's monumental because it's in to me what what the players deserved and we spoke about in the in the previous episode the idea the concept the fact that there is another trophy in the cabinet for arsenal as a whole as a club as a philosophy as a culture is a very very beautiful thing and i don't think that can be understated when you have years upon years of not winning like we see in other clubs, we're very, very spoiled. Um, that seeps through a lot of parts of, of the culture of the club. The glue of, of, of any club is the fans. And if their fans' morale is low, then that, there is a problem. And I know that the morales of fans were low because I saw it on the on internet. I saw it on, on Twitter. I saw it on Instagram, the comments and all this other stuff. And it was so negative. And people were very... Uh, harsh on Stina and Lena and so on and, and myself included I've been vocal or critical of Wuben Moy I've been critical of other players I said last week or two weeks ago that I'd rather have Jordan Knobs on one leg so I understand the criticism but I do have to say that regardless of how much we expect of the players and, and, and how valid it is for us as fans to expect them to hit the target or X, Y, or Z I guarantee you, and you know this, you don't need me to tell you this, we know this. They expect more of themselves than we could ever do. They are way more disappointed in themselves when they miss a goal than we are. You name it. They, these are ultimate professional women who have worked so hard during their entire lives, not only as footballers, but as people, to be accepted in society, to not be bullied, or to fight through being bullied and keep going and have a great attitude and deal with a million things regarding physiology, regarding misogyny, and so on and so forth, for us to assume that they don't care or things like that. It's just, it's absolute nonsense. And we saw it by the way they celebrated and by the way they bounced back against Reading. Needless to say, that match was absolutely incredible. It was a dominant performance from top to bottom. Unbelievable. I do have to mention that I absolutely loved having the one and only Katie McCabe playing, starting, kicking ass, however you want to call it. She was stellar. Uh, yeah, that's what happens. That's what she does. Come on. Also, I have been very critical in the past of Wuben Moy. I thought she had a stellar game. I thought she was very, very good. And speaking of stellar, Leah Williamson, take a bow. That was an outstanding, commanding, unbelievable performance. Her vision, her spraying passes all over the pitch. I thought her understanding with Kim Little and Leah Valti was stellar. I think we're on the brink on something very special there. But I'm not prepared to pull the trigger on that one just because I don't love the defense without Leah Williamson. So I think the summer is going to be very interesting if we bring in a world-class defender to play alongside Rafaeli. We might be on um, a very incredible path uh, in the next uh, upcoming seasons. I do have to give, obviously, pay respects to, to Kim Little. She was stellar, of course. I loved Noel Marriott's playing on the left. I thought she was very, very good. 
everybody played stellar. It was, a, in a, it was an incredible match. You saw it. And more than anything, I just loved the spirit. I love the attitude. I love the celebrations. I love everybody coming together when everybody when anybody scored. I love the substitutions. I love that they were happy to come in and they were they were great. You know, I, by the way, I will say if I were to be a little more analytical, when I say I love the substitutions, it's not that I loved what happened when the players came in. Okay, because I. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I. I don't love necessarily <laughs> what happened. I just loved that the players were getting some rest and that everybody was happy to come in. And you know, if you're not resting players or switching players when you're up four nil against Reading, then you definitely don't want to do it anywhere else. So I was happy that some players got a breather and the reception of the players were great. I have to say the crowd was awesome. From where I stood or where I sat or where I laid in my bed in L.A. all the way many, many miles away across oceans, uh, across an ocean. I was floored by the loudness at Meadow Park and I could smell the lunchbox from where I stood. I, I'm just so excited um, that you all get to or some of you get to experience that in person. So it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful to see them bounce back in such a way. And when it comes to Arsenal as a club, when I think about it, I think of Leah Williamson and, you know, everything that she has done for the club, who she is, what she represents, and how special she is. I think it's a it's a, a bit of a testament to what is happening at the club or what has been happening at the club in recent years. And so... I kind of I'm now echoing what 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 Karen said. Winning a Conti Cup, winning any cup is amazing. It promotes a winning mentality, it's validation for what they have done, and so on and so forth. They actually have done something that the men haven't done. And the, and, and the men are lauded as the best team in England and among the best teams on planet Earth. So let's take a little bit of perspective here. The women actually have won a trophy this year. But without getting too facetious, the men's team is doing something very special. What Mikel Arteta has been managing to do is outstanding. I've been surprised, and I've spoken spoken about the men's side on the hybrid squad, and, and I'm not going to get into that too much. But there's something really special happening with the, the, the type of players that are playing for the club, what their attitude is on and off the pitch, and it same is happening with women. It's not as there. There's no toxicity, you know. Thankfully, both teams are playing really well. We have seen Chelsea do it in the past, and it, it's. It, I was very jealous in a way of like seeing that their team win leagues or win a Champions League, and the the women's win, win FA Cups and leagues and do doubles and stuff and stuff like that. It's you know, of course, <laughs> pisses me off. <laughs> uh, but but. We're on the brink of something really, really special happening, and I think it's um, it's a testament to the right people at the right places, and there there has to be a, a lot of support for the women's team happening um, behind the scenes and and beyond things that we kind of know and and, and feel. Um, so I'm just very excited. I agree with Karen. I echo her words. I think beyond what Arteta is doing, 
what it, that creates is also uh, um, some room for growth and room for patience for Jonas. So if we're not sure or I wasn't sure how I could trust a coach that doesn't play Katie McCabe day, day in and day out, how am I going to have any any you know faith going forward? You know, I doubted the purchase of Pelova. Uh and I, I, it's not a player that that convinces me or fills me with confidence and grit and all this other stuff. I don't think she's an Arsenal type of player, what I would like. But neither, I didn't also think that Shaka could or should ever wear an Arsenal shirt after, you know, flipping off the crowd. And look at him now. He's playing stellar. So the reality is I don't know anything. You don't need me to tell you this. I know absolutely nothing. And I need to do a better job at trusting the managers, and I just need to keep my mouth shut, basically. One thing that I will say that could be better and more special would be if the podcasting community and the, the, the YouTube shows that talk about Arsenal men would just give the girls something. Like, just mention the Conti Cup win. Just something. It can't be this hard to show support for people that give everything to the club, more than men, that have battled way more, that deserve it more, yada, yada, yada. We don't have to get too deep into that. But also that have won an actual trophy. The men haven't done anything. The men have, yeah, you play with style. And you come back against Bournemouth and you come back against Aston Villa. And, you know, you you beat Fulham 3-0, whatever. You beat, you know, all the records. Great. You haven't won anything. The women have. So I just think we could put things a little more in perspective. And yes, there's something special happening at the club. Yes, I believe so. I'm, I'm really happy. I'm reinvigorated by the club, by the crest, by everything. I'm reinvigorated by Zinchenko. But I'm also, I felt that way with Katie McKay for years. I felt that way with, with anybody. By the way, cool. What a great player. Oh, she's going to be something special. I cannot wait to see her really take over that midfield. Um, it, it's going to be very, very special to see her growth. I'm very, very impressed by her. Well, my friends, this is it. This is the end of this episode. I want to thank you for listening, for subscribing. And as always, please share, tell people about this. I'm sure you know an Arsenal women fan in your life, and they might have no idea that this little space exists. Please share it with them. Please, please, please. As always, if you have any constructive criticism, any suggestions, any topic ideas, please send them my way. More podcast episodes coming soon. I promise you. I promise you. If you haven't done it, please rate this podcast wherever you can on iTunes and all that good stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll speak again very, very soon.